0: Hey, everyone. Uh, I'd like to welcome everyone to what I'm sure will be a stupid – will end up being a stupid decision on my part because this just seems like a bad idea for me to actually just ramble about wrestling uh, into a microphone for a long period of time. Uh, If you know me, you probably know me uh, for writing really extensive blog posts, and and I do that for a reason because if I don't have – any kind of organization or anything. It's just gonna probably be a complete mess. Which that's why. So uh anyways, um just kinda thought I'd try this thing out because after Hell in a cell the other night I just I have a lot of a lot of things to say, basically. And honestly, that was maybe one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Minus the fact that the women's selling in a cell match was an amazing match. Outside of that, and I shouldn't—I don't even know if I should say the worst show I've ever seen because really, I only watched a couple of matches. It's just that show hurt me. A lot. Like, I thought Money in the Bank of 2018 hurt me. And it really did. But not nearly as much as this did looking back. Because, I mean, I know we're only a couple of days removed. But just what happened in both Hell in a Cell matches, I I can't even begin to think, especially with what they did in the the main event. That was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in wrestling. Uh, But, I mean, like, I was already hurting because that as much as Sasha versus Becky was an amazing match, there's just no excuse at all for why Sasha didn't win that match. Like, I've been looking forward to that match for weeks for since they announced it. And, I mean, like, since she came back, to be honest. Because, I mean, I figured they were going to end up having a Hell in a Cell match the second she came back. I mean, she was already gone for the four months that she was. And now, I mean, like, I've, I'm like, I wasn't surprised she didn't win the title of Clash of Champions. I was honestly expecting a non-finish like they did but for her to come back and for her to not win the title and now what, now what's going to happen? Like, is she going to go win the title from Charlotte? Maybe. But I mean, she wasn't even on raw anyways. uh, Like you have no idea how much that hurt. Like I, I didn't even watch, I couldn't even watch the rest of that show. Like, until the... I had to see what they did in the main event, but that's the only thing uh, that I even bothered to watch after that. Because also, like, also, like, congrats to Becky for winning. I mean, she deserves it. Obviously, there's nothing against Becky. Love her, too. She She's my second favorite behind... But she's obviously behind Sasha uh, in... It's widely known how how much uh, the company has screwed Sasha over. And every every big match he's had, she has not won. So the fact that that's just continuing and we have no idea where she's going. Like Sasha worked over Becky's arm for so much in that match and for her to just use this armor like that and not for Sasha to not be able to get out of it, at least the first time. A little messed up there. But, don't really care what else happened on that show. I'm very happy for Kai, and Asuka. That's great. Get, uh, finally, the tag titles are on a team that deserves it. God knows what happened with the Iconics. What an awful decision that was. Twisted blisters wasn't much of a better choice, but, I mean, you had to get the, <laughs> them off of the Iconics at some point, I guess. Also, it's no surprise that uh, Nikki Cross took that the miss to the face, and not Ulsa, but, you know. I mean, so, congrats to Kyrie and Oscar, congrats to Kyrie for fin- finally winning a title on the main roster. Uh, Charlotte won again. As if all of her title reigns weren't awful. Hopefully that won't last very long. Uh, and that main event, I'm—I watched it, and I'm at this point I'm kind of wish I hadn't. That was awful. I mean, it started off okay, I guess. And once they got back in after he used that gigantic mallet then everything just went to shit so like he just gave him like 80,000 curb stomps and just kept getting back up and a pedigree in there too sure he kicked out of all them but so what oh he got back up who cares the crowd is just booing more and more loudly it's like someone please read the room Nobody likes what's happening here, like at some point you have to hear this and think, maybe we should uh choose a different path here like you you just ruined your mo the most interesting thing in your company, but it's okay I mean, I don't get it, and then. Disqualification ending. Really? And up until recently, I would have. Was probably one of the few people continuing to defend Seth Rollins. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not after that tweet to Sasha a week and a half ago. How fucking terrible! That how fucking stupid that was. He's still a really good wrestler, but. Whatever. May you continue to get dragged to hell. Because whatever. I mean, to be fair, his title reign was full of shitty ass Baron Corbin matches, but it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. You deserve all the shit that you get. People are trying to say the fiend looked like a badass for getting up from all that. Who cares? He didn't win the title. And now what? He wasn't on Raw either. Either was Seth. They just kind of ignored that all, that all happened. They just ignored all that and immediately went into some more Bobby Lashley and Lana shit. Because we really need that to happen. Like. Whoever decided to go to that Raw, I feel really bad for you. Having to witness that shit show the night before, and then having to go to that Raw, which is the start of them building to, for three weeks to a shittiest Saudi Arabia show, the fourth one, and it's the show before the draft, so nothing significant is even going to happen. Uh, and they start off with Rusev Lana Bobby Lashley love triangle bullshit, which they didn't already do that with Dolph Ziggler four years ago, which is what made me uh no longer like Dolph Ziggler basically. And like he was one of my favorite wrestlers before then, and not anymore. That that entire angle ruined him and he hasn't gotten any better. So whatever. And then some Tyson Fury shit that nobody wanted. And Brock's already facing... gonna face Kane Velasquez because... He's a... Also, I'm... Really? That's how you did Kofi? Come on. You're... It almost... It almost takes everything away that you did for him. Well, well, that he did. Not did for him. That's the wrong wording. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, That was... One of the best moments in wrestling history, and you just ended it like that. You could have at least given him a few a few minutes to have a match with Brock Lesnar instead of just having him lose in six seconds. Come on! All the very same. Thank you, Kofi. Your run was amazing. One of the one of the most one of the best stories I've ever seen. But moving on from that, yeah, um, I just. I just I don't even know what to say after this pay per view, like at least after the Money in the Bank show that spawned my Alexa Bliss blog post that if you're listening to this you probably are aware of it because I can't imagine there anybody else would be even be listening to this. So this I can't de- I can't even use this for anything like this whole sh- like. It's a just a whole Vince problem, really, and I'm not going to write a whole post about Vince man because that would take years, probably. Like, there's far more. I mean, like even the Alexa Bliss post is really just a symptom of a problem coming from Vince's man, but it's just like one small part of it, and much easier to dissect. And I mean, I I already just did a whole uh, Sasha Banks haters post. What more could I do at this point? So that's probably why I'm rambling into my telephone in the middle of the night, because there is nothing, no 20,000-word blog post to make. Uh, Honest, and honestly, that a uh, whole Sasha losing made, made me, that bonus section that I just wrote to that kind of make me look like an idiot because I. I went, like, so full, like, she's gonna win, and then she didn't, so thanks, WWE, thanks for making me look like an idiot there, I so much appreciate that, honestly, like, I'm not trying to be one of those people, like, oh my god, cancel the network, or, I'm canceling my subscription because of this, even, but, I did, um, I'm not trying to be, like, one of those people, like, oh, my God, boycott the company, which I'm sure there are people. I I saw that trending uh, yesterday. So, and Chris Jericho was tweeting about it because he apparently thinks that has something to do with AEW, I guess. But regardless, I mean, I guess it's an easy time to do so, considering I wasn't going to watch Crown Jewel anyway. And the next three weeks are just going to be a bunch of builds to this shitty ass show. So, I wasn't going to watch that. So, I don't need the network for the rest of this month. And, all the pay-per-views that are in November are in Chicago and I'm going to them. And, everything else is on television. So, what do I need the network for? So, at least for the next month and a half, I'm not going to have the network, I guess. And, I'm sure I'll probably have it again in December. Because, I don't know what my life, outside of, hockey my life without wrestling I don't I don't my my life basically revolves around wrestling and hockey so that's pretty much it I could I don't think I could just like stop watching wrestling entirely that would just never happen at the very worst I would just record it and fast forward through all the shit I don't want to watch watch the watch the people's stuff that I do want to watch and that's it like it's so it's so easy to do that. And like like I don't I don't know how people who've watched it for years can just stop watching it entirely when it's just so easy to do this. Like after a friend of mine stopped watching for like a month after the Undertaker lost at WrestleMania. I don't really know how I did that. But whatever. Mm. The only interesting thing that did kind of did happen on Raw is uh, the women's tag team match. And uh, it was cool. Hey, at least Kairi Sane pinned Becky, I guess. At least... I don't know. I, the one thing it did, it'd say to me is like, well, it's too bad Sasha didn't spit something in Becky's face because that would have got her the win, apparently. So... And the survivor, so the next next real pay-per-view is Survivor Series, which I'm going to, but then you think that it's brand versus brand, and you think of the matches that are going to happen, so the champion versus champion matches that they always have, and uh, you got Seth versus Brock again, as if we haven't seen that two times already this year. Seth beat him definitively the last time. What more could come from it? And now people are just turning on him, so now they're going to want Brock to win, which, I mean, Brock will win, Let's be real. And then Charlotte versus Becky as if we haven't seen that a million times. God. You see you see why uh, Sasha should have won? We don't I mean we might end up with Sasha versus Charlotte again, but uh, at least we haven't seen that in a... besides for like five minutes the other day for a while. And Sasha would have won because she would have been the champion and we weren't gonna wanted to have fucked that up that time. Uh whatever. Styles versus Nakamura. Haven't seen that half of last year. Oh, and don't forget Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus the Revival. That sounds very interesting. Honestly, if this stays this way, I might almost I might sell my ticket. Because this i don't know who would want it, but I might sell my ticket because what about this is interesting. Like, this is all shit we've seen already. Like, you could have had The Fiend versus Brock. Just have The Fiend beat Brock Lesnar, but, you know. Like, The Fiend being the champion and it's like a part-timer kind of thing, that would work. He would only have matches at pay-per-views, but you'd still have Bray doing Firefly Funhouse leading up to every show. It's not like Brock who shows up Every now and then, so it's like a part timer, but not. And like that would have ac- that would actually be interesting. But now, like the Fiend can't even come back from that. Like it doesn't matter that he wasn't pinned. Whatever. <sighs> could have had Sasha versus Charlotte, I guess, or you could have had Sasha versus Bailey. Could have kept the title on Bailey, and he had Sasha versus Bailey. Haven't seen that match in four years, really, or maybe three. There was one on Raw, maybe two. Didn't really matter. It's a match on Raw, whatever. So, like, I had so much, so, so great fantasy booking for that. Like, Sasha and Bailey would both be the champions. They'd be forced to fight each other. Bailey would still win. The first time because she's beaten Sasha so many times now in a row and then ultimately Bailey would have like some crisis of conscience at some point and she'd realize hey we're doing really shitty stuff that I used to not stand for anything like this so she'd kind of start kind of shying away from beating everyone up like they are and then Sasha would get all, like, I can't, I don't think it, you're not better than me. How do you keep beating me? And eventually Sasha would lose the the title, the Raw title, but then she'd win the Royal Rumble, and then she'd face Bayley at WrestleMania for the SmackDown title, and she would beat Bayley for the first time in some random episode of NXT, win a WrestleMania match, and become a Grand Slam champion, all in one match. And I mean, it's Sasha versus Bailey. Come on. I mean, I don't even have to tell you how good that would how good that would be at WrestleMania. You already know. But they just want to ignore my fantasy thing. And obviously, Becky winning that Helen in a Cell match means also that Ronda R- Ronda Rousey is gonna Come back in the Royal Rumble, win the Royal Rumble, and beat Becky for the title at WrestleMania, as if anyone wants to see that. I I feel like this entire Hell in a Cell show just put a bunch of implications towards next year's WrestleMania that I don't want. Because... Okay, so that probably means Ronda's winning the Women's Rumble, and beating... At least facing Becky at WrestleMania, which... They should have just had the one-on-one match this year, but they didn't. Uh, so that. And Brock's going to be champion. He'll probably face Roman. As if we haven't seen that a million times. Honestly. Just put the title on Roman now. Better than Brock. let be real. Roman gets a lot of shit. My thing with Roman, it's nothing to do with him. It's, I mean, he, he's really, he really is a good wrestler. That's anyone who tells you otherwise, that's, that's bull. A lot of my problems are just predictability. And like, if I, if I know the outcome, if I can tell the outcome beforehand and I'm not really interested in the match before, other than that, like who he's facing, then I just don't care. Like, But, that I mean, if that doesn't just go for him, that goes for everyone. And, like... So, I should actually go watch that tag match from Hell in a Cell. I didn't watch that. But that should, I assume that was probably at least a good match. Roman, Daniel Bryan, and Harper all in the ring at the same time. Rowan, Rowan's kind of growing on me a little bit. A little bit. So, that could just be him being with Daniel Bryan for eight months. Could just that, saying that, whatever. And then Seth versus who? I mean, like, anybody Seth faces at this point, I'm not even going to care. I don't even know what they would have for him. He's already beat Braun Strowman. It doesn't matter. He might, They might as well turn him heel now. Because after after last week, or after the show, I don't I don't know where they go with that, and how they uh, fix the damage. It's just like I guess people were rioting after that show. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but <laughs> part of me doesn't blame them, but they're also just like being stupid. So. It also got me thinking this is also really dumb, because, okay, so, it, ignoring the fact that of how stupid it was, Seth now it, did a bunch of shit to The Fiend that ultimately his character wouldn't do. Like, he went way too far, this isn't who he is, whatever. So presumably now he's going to have some kind of crisis of conscious and he's going to think, Oh my God, I can't believe I did all that. That's not who I am. And he's going to have to like, try to come back to who he is and like make, so he can think that he's a good person again. And then you think what storyline he's in right now. And that's a pointless tag team match at crown jewel where he could ultimately start being guided back to being a good person or something by his coach, which is Hulk Hogan. And I think we all already know how stupid that sounds, considering what kind of person Hulk Hogan is. I don't even have to go off any further there. To That's just exactly how dumb that storyline could be like Hulk Hogan guiding this person back to being a good person like okay well Hulk Hogan needs to be needs that to happen to him first not that that will ever happen but I mean let's be real here Uh, also I mean I would like to believe that going to Survivor Series that maybe they'll have Sasha beat Charlotte for the titles, that would just be a consolation prize at this point because sure, I'll be happy that she has the championship, but it's not the one that she should have. She should have won the Hell in a Cell match, and there's really no excuse for that. But I also don't even know if that's going to happen because the, during the Miz TV segment, the Becky and Charlotte were just going after each other like they always do. And I'm like, unless that was just some random one night thing. I mean, they're really going to fight each other at the pay-per-view, even if it's a month and a half from now. They could just be getting started early. Then they had the tag team match and then bliss saving Charlotte. That's like the ultimate way for me to change the channel. It's like, I hate Charlotte and I hate Alexa Bliss and I, one saving the other. Uh, No, thank you. I'll pass. (sighs) God, this is just so upsetting. Like it feels like after that show that I don't know if WWE is ever. It feels like WWE is just never going to let me be happy, like fully happy, like. I just want Sasha to win the title once. Have one decent title reign. Beat some people. Have a WrestleMania match and win. And then just lose she can lose it doesn't have to be a year and a half long title reign. It doesn't have to be two years. Just a decent length title reign. And we could never have that. Never. She's gonna be but, like, like, one of the – she's going to be – You can't even be that because she's er- technically already won the title four times. But by the time she actually gets the credit she uh, – the credit she deserves and the respect she deserves from everyone is, well, that's going to take years because you've got a bunch of idiots. I don't know. The Internet is full of idiots that hate her. They're all stupid. To say the least. But by the time she's finally given the title reign, she's long... That's been long overdue at this point. It's probably not even going to be for like three years at this point. And it's really sad that I can keep statistics... Of people's championship reigns and never once have I gotten to put current champion next to her name but basically everyone else was during this time and no matter what happens Rhonda Charlotte and Alexa are all the top three and that hasn't changed even if some of their percentages have changed they're still the top three Becky hasn't even gotten close to them yet. She's. St- Becky, I mean. Becky isn't the only one that's active, that's. The, the. the. that's most near them. But she's still 15% away from the lowest one of those three. And that is sad, because Becky's had the title for a long time now. I mean, we can all agree on that, obviously. and people are timing on Becky, too, but I will never turn on her. It's hard. On one hand, it's hard to say that, uh, well, just like Seth was stuck with really shitty Baron Corbin matches, but Becky was stuck with really shitty Lacey Evans matches, and then Natalia, because when they uh, when they swapped the when they did the shakeup they put nothing on Raw basically besides they left besides Becky and Sasha I mean Naomi's really good but when, where has she been and then uh, Lacey given time Lacey could probably be good but she's not there yet uh, like I I know they have a problem put with pushing far too many just white blonde women, but I feel like Lacey could at least be something worthwhile in given time, unlike some of the other ones. But she's not there yet. Obviously, Ruby is still hurt, which is sad. No one misses Jax. I guess Tamina's back now. She's doing 24-7 stuff. Whatever. So, I mean, Becky had nothing to work with until Sasha came back. And then SmackDown, I mean, SmackDown, they had a great women's division over there, but they did pretty much nothing with it. They just had Bailey fight Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for two months, even though they were on Raw. Where is Ember Moon? Where's Kyrie Sane? Where's Asuka? Uh, not doing anything. Just, well, Kyrie and Asuka were a tag team, which they couldn't be on TV because the Iconics were not credible, and not on television because of that. And Maroon and Bailey had one of the best women's matches in months at that point but it was one match. It didn't really mean anything because Ember was kind of pointless for two and a half months leading up to that. So when she was just gifted a title match, that was kind of weird. Of course, I was happy about it because I like Ember Moon, but match was good. Whatever. Doesn't mean anything now. And she just lost to Charlotte, whatever it's always right back to Charlotte, isn't it So. Uh, that's how I want to sell i guess i don't I don't know where to go from here, like I'm just like so not excited about anything that's coming up now n x t is still mostly good. I mean, they have their share of problems too. But, I mean, it was. I mean, the first week of NXT versus AEW, I mean, AEW might have won the ratings, but NXT was the far better show, let's be perfectly real. Or perfectly honest, I should say. I mean, AEW was. It wasn't a bad show, it was a solid show. Most of it was good. It's just. I mean, your first match was a Cody Rhodes match, which basically means the first match of your first television show was entirely skippable. Because, I mean, it's Cody Rhodes. I know he's, like, worshipped by a bunch of people now just because he and some other guys started a company or something. But it's Cody Rhodes. It's not that great. The best thing Cody Rhodes ever did was be on an episode of Warehouse 13. And... That has nothing to do with wrestling, but that's, that's basically true because that led me to watching that show, which is one of my favorite shows of all time now. So his, the best thing Cody Rhodes ever did to in my opinion, has nothing to do with wrestling. Although he did have some good stuff in WWE, but post that not so much. Anyways, uh, Riho versus Nyla was pretty good. Uh, fuck Tim Cornette's rant about that, by the way. Uh, Uh, Congrats to Reho for winning the title. I do find it hilarious that their first main event was a six-man tag team match considering a lot of people love to complain about Raw's main events always being six-man tag team matches. Or at least that was a constant complaint at one point. So I find that kind of funny. Like, I feel like my main complaint about AEW is going to be that a lot of their fans are just are going to watch the matches that are on AEW, and they're going to say how amazing they are. Most of them, at least. Most of them. I don't know about all the matches, but most matches. Talk about how amazing this is, and how much better than WWE it is, and, like, feel like... Okay, so, yeah, these matches are good. I'm not saying they're not good, but if you put these matches on an episode of Raw almost guaranteed the same fans that are loving these matches on AEW are just going to say their shit just because they're on Raw. And, like, if they heard me say that, I'd probably be like, those matches could never happen on Raw. They would never let them do I'm like, they do the same things. Like, it's like the same thing when I would always watch TNA and then, like, someone would do a suicide dive and everyone's chanting, TNA, TNA, TNA. I'm like, there's suicide dives in WWE all the time. It's nothing special. Nothing we haven't seen before. Like the problem. The problem with AEW is like, yeah, your stuff is good, but nothing you're doing is revolutionary, and you're calling it a revolution. It's not. It's really not. It's just a bunch of guys that have really big egos. Uh, This uh, decided to make a company on television, and he's sure they're poised to do probably better than any other. Wrestling company in the U.S. outside of WWE in the past 20 years since WCW. Sure, you're poised to do that. I'm not going to take that away from you. You absolutely could do big things, but let's uh, wait before until I see if you don't just keep booking yourselves to win. Because so far, Cody Rhodes has like what won every match that he's had, and who cares, Jericho? having some kind of midlife crisis as your champion. The Young Bucks are good wrestlers, but they seem like dicks. And they're not the best tag team in the world. Let's be real. If we're talking about male tag teams, we're talking about the Usos. We're talking about tag teams in general. Boston Hub Connection. Let's be real. But, that being said, oh, Sean Spears, who cares? What did he do in WWE? Not much. It's not going to get much. It's not going to be any better there. And then. Okay, so your show is good, but then your surprise at the end is Jack freaking swagger. Come on. If you think that your big surprise on your first episode of television is going to be is a guy I despise. You missed. Huge miss. Any, like, almost anybody else. Almost anybody else would have been better. But Jack Swagger, or in this case, Jake Hager, I should say. Hated him in WWE for the most part. In the very beginning, I liked him. Like, when he first started. I remember liking him in WWE's version of ECW. And then for a little bit, but I remember when he, got, he and Dolph started being a tag team. The longer that it lasted, the more I hated him. And then he just kept getting pushed. And then whenever someone got pushed above him, that apparently he probably perceived to be his spot. He injured them. and For some reason, like, back when I was a huge fan of Dolph Ziggler, Dolph had the money in the bank case. I'm waiting for him to cash it in. Like, I was, was, that was a really bad time because there was a lockout for hockey, so I didn't even have that, and wrestling was boring. And I'm just sitting here waiting for Dolph to cash this in, and it's taking months and months. It's like it's February. And then Jack Swagger comes back from nowhere and gets a title match at WrestleMania just because Alberto Del Rio is the champion and they're going to do some stupid, hey, look, I'm Jack Swagger, I'm a conservative, and... You don't belong here. All that kind of bullshit, xenophobia and racism. (sighs) Bad match, too, of course. And then, oh, and Swagger had some DUI or pot arrest in the middle of this and still got the title match. Uh, Whatever. And then I'm like, okay, so Dolph could at least cash in afterwards, right? No, Dolph cashes in the next night. Dolph has a match with Jack Swagger on the next on the next SmackDown or two SmackDowns after. Swagger kicks him in the head, gives him a concussion. Dolph comes back for his first title match at, at uh, Payback against Del Rio, and then they do a double turn, and Dolph loses the title to Del Rio. And I happen to get to be there in the crowd to witness that, and that was shit. Thank you, Swagger. I totally Wanted you to do that, so yeah, so that'll happen, I already hated him then he went to Lucha Underground and became the worst thing that ever happened to Lucha Underground, that was, which is one of the best wrestling shows to ever exist and then Jack Swagger had to ruin that and it's not lost on me that Jack Swagger won the Lucha Underground title, and now there hasn't been any Lucha Underground since, it's been almost a year I know those two things are completely unrelated, but I'm Totally going to say that they are Just because I can And now you're Now you brought him to AEW Okay Well if you want me to change the channel while he's on You do that Awful wrestler Awful person No Anyway NXT was way better I mean Matt Riddle Adam Cole match was great Finn showed up. Presumably, he'll be in NXT for at least a little while. And then, uh, Shayna retained, of course. Shayna always retained. That's kind of the problem. Not that I really want, not that I went her to lose it to Candace, but let's be real Shayna should have lost the title a long time ago to Bianca. But, you know. Well, let's be real. She never should have got it back from Kyrie, and then Kyrie should have lost it to Bianca at either in January or the one before WrestleMania, and then I don't know from there. But too stuck on Shayna, just being boring. So. Then most importantly Tommaso Champa came back. But, so that's awesome. Didn't think he'd be back till like April, maybe. So I love his theme song. By the way, I've been listening to his theme song for like nonstop for a year. Great. Uh I don't even know it's oh, I guess they're gonna have Kushida versus Walter tomorrow. I don't really like Kushida that much, so whatever Dakota Kai came back, which I'm a big Dakota Kai fan, but if if she's the one who beats Shana. I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Sure, I'll be happy for her as a performer, as a person, on a personal level, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Shayna is not the person who injured Dakota. I don't even, I think she just had, I think it was just some kind of accident. I don't even remember. But too much has changed while Dakota was gone for her to be who ends Shayna's really really long title reign, like there isn't a revenge story here, like I said, Shayna is not who put her out she the injury happened on a house show. I mean Dakota was only kind of part of the the story that Shayna was in because she was just kind of backing up Kyrie during that uh two out of three falls match, but like the last time they act- she was actually part of the actual story, she, it looked like she might get a title match at a t- at TakeOver Chicago last year, but then Nikki Cross took it over and said, which was a terrible idea. Cause that match was awful. And I had to be there for that too. God. I don't, whatever. So I don't, that was a bad match. They should they should have just done Shayna and Dakota that show. Shayna could have just won that. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted her to win that, but she would have won that. So now what? It's like you know you're just gonna have Dakota come back and win out of from coming back from nothing. Which again, I'll be happy for her herself, but it doesn't make any sense. So it's just, I don't like any stories where someone just. I don't like it when anyone just comes back from an injury and just gets a title match. It's like you. I get that you were gone for a long time, but that's it. And like, unless the person injured you, that at least kind of makes sense. But like, I remember back in 2011, Mark Henry was the cha- when Mark Henry was champion. Big Show just came back from injury, and just got a title match because reasons. It's like, okay, dude,
1: we get it. Your body healed
0: itself. That's not special. Of course your body healed itself. It's what it does. I was not trying to make a Mark Henry catchphrase reference there. It just kind of happened. But, there's no reason... Like, you don't get a title match just because your body healed itself. Everyone's body heals itself from an injury. Unless there's, like, other circumstances. But... Like, that's not. You have to win some matches. You can't just show up. It's like, hey, my leg's not broken anymore. It's like, you weren't about to get a title match six months ago before your leg was hurt or whatever Big Show's injury was at the time. I don't even remember because it's Big Show and I don't care. But, and so the same thing goes for Dakota. And that thing that she used for a finisher, first off, we don't have to cut all anything that starts from like an airplane spin position and then pick them up and like kick them somewhere or something. We don't have to call that the go-to whatever just cause the GTS was a thing. We don't have to do that. Regardless, that is not a finisher. I don't care if you use that as a move. That's fine. That is not a finisher. I can't buy that. If that's the move that uh, beats Shana's title reign, I'm going to laugh, because that is so not credible, I guess that might have been her finisher on the indies or something, but no, that chiropractor move was pretty awesome though, just keep doing that, still, you're not, she's not, her winning the championship is no, Why? She's just going to lose it in a couple months to EO. Do we really just need to need her to be a, a transitional champion? No. Honestly, at this point, the best thing you could do is just have a fatal 4 away and have someone else pin have someone pin someone that's not Shayna and just take Shayna away, put her on the main roster, and have her fight somebody else. Or it's too late uh, anything else that's happening uh most of the first SmackDown on Fox was pretty good, mostly I mean obviously Brock was going to win, just kinda unfortunately, you just kind of have to accept that, but seven seconds No. oh shit. Uh, First part with Becky and The Rock, that was awesome. Could have done without that stupid sign in the front row that said, Trust in the Lord. Don't really know why that was allowed to be there. That's just some bullshit. No, you're a fox, but you gotta take that shit away. And that just doesn't belong on a wrestling show. If we are not here for you to push your religion. Don't need to see Tyrus or also known as Pro Clay in the commercials, promoting Fox News either, by the way. Don't need it. Like, here's the streaming service with all your favorite Fox News uh, personalities. It's like all of our favorite Pro- Fox News personalities don't insist because they're all trash. No. Like, if I'm going to have to deal with that in commercials all the time, that's going to be a problem. Pro so. Clay, no one missed you. So Don't pretend we ever liked you. Alright. Uh, not sure if there's much else to talk about wrestling-wise. So, covered pretty much anything that's happening in the near future. Uh, and there's a bunch of other shit that happens on Twitter and all that kind of crap, but I don't really know if I feel like getting into that. So, this actually wasn't super awful, so I think I might actually leave this up. It wasn't as awkward as I expected it to be. So, if anyone actually listened to this, and he actually listened all the way through, I should probably like give you, buy you a cookie or something, because I don't know why the fuck you would want to listen to me talk for, now, for uh, about 50 minutes now. So... Anyways, you have a good night.